Welcome to the Nightly News for October 24th, 2017. I am joined by RC. Hello, how's it going? And he will take us off. Well, remember when about 100 students marched to the house of Eastern Michigan University President James Smith's doorstep after vigils and day-longs of uh, day-long teaching days of uh, racism workshops after students were outraged about white supremacist graffiti sprawled throughout campus. Well, as reported by the Daily Caller and now picked up by the Post, the culprit was a 29-year-old black man by the name of Eddie Curlin. Eddie was arraigned yesterday in connection with the string of incidents on three counts of malicious destruction of property, four counts of identity theft, and one count of using computers to commit a crime. That included, of course, painting the phrase, leave ninjas, on the courtyard of Julia Ann King Hall. Eastern Michigan University student, Black Student Union declined as early as Tuesday to comment on the story. After months of battling back, am I, sorry, am I plugged in to a microphone? Yeah. I could hear myself talking. Um, I think Sal will be able to edit that out. After months of battling back accusations of collusion with Moscow in last year's presidential campaign, Republicans say Democrats are the ones who now have to explain their own connections to Russia. First came reports that the FBI knew about a Russian bribery plot tied to nuclear energy interests in the U.S. well before the Obama administration gave the okay for a mining company sale to a Russian firm giving it partial control over American uranium reserves. Then came a report of Robert Mueller's Russia investigation is looking at dealings of Tony Podesta, a powerful Democratic lobbyist and brother of former Hillary Clinton campaign chairman John Podesta. Uh, furthermore, uh, the House GOP chairman is announced a probe of Obama's Justice Department. The uh, Republican chairman of two House committees uh, announced Tuesday they're opening an investigation into actions of the Obama uh, administration Justice Department took uh, during last year's presidential election. Specifically, they're interested in why James Comey announced that he was investigating Hillary Clinton, but did not announce that he was also investigating Trump. Back Meanwhile, abroad, ISIS continues to take heavy losses. Maps of ISIS territory from October of 2017 shows that the group has lost nearly all of its major urban strongholds. It's now essentially confined to sparsely inhabited border territories between Iraq and Syria. Despite positive news that the fight to ISIS uh, was in the Middle East, data on the West shows that ISIS is continuing to present itself, especially in Europe. The Global Strategy Network released data showing that around 850 UK-linked individuals of national security concern made the journey from the jihad jihadist crumbling caliphate in Syria and actually back to the UK. About half of these individuals came back, meaning more torn extremists with PTSD could be roaming the streets in London. The figure of individuals from these jihadist areas came coming back to Europe is approximately 425 returnees. That's actually the fourth highest amount for individual nations in an analysis published by the Global, Global Strategy Network in collusion with the Sufan Center. By comparison, about 300 extremists returned to Germany with 271 returning to France. A protester to breach security at the Capitol building Tuesday as President Donald Trump arrived for a lunch 
with Republican senators to talk tax reform. The protesters, who some reporters have identified as Ryan Clayton, the president of Americans Take Action, began yelling from within the press gaggle before throwing a Russian flag on the floor as Trump passed. Uh, this sounds minor, but it is a breach of the president's security. Terror from the skies as Mexican cartels attach a bomb to a drone. Uh, Mexican police discovered four men carting a kamikaze drone attached with an IED and a remote detonator last week. In what analysts say is an example of cartels figuring out how to, to use weaponized UAVs. The disturbing development is a manifestation of something top American security chiefs warned Congress about earlier this year when they said they feared terrorists would begin to use drones to attack targets within the U.S. Partisan politics um, within the Russian probe, partisan politics is getting even worse. Top Democrats in the United States House of Representatives are actually refusing to endorse a Republican move to find out who paid the firm that commissioned a dossier alleging ties between Donald Trump's presidential campaign and Russia. A court document made available on Monday shows that this split is the latest sign of partisan feuding among current and former U.S. officials. This is undercutting the United States Intelligence Committee, according to these former, former officials, and uh, the probe into this uh, interference is getting even worse. Actually, let me uh, start over with that. Um, top Democrats in the United States House of, House of Reps are actually refusing to endorse a Republican move to find out who paid the firm that commissioned a dossier alleging ties between Donald Trump's presidential campaign and Russia, according to a court document that was made available to the public on Monday. This split is the latest sign of partisan feuding that current and former United States officials say is undercutting United States intelligence efforts. Republicans on the committee earlier this month subpoenaed an unidentified bank for two years of records showing the accounts of Fusion GPS which is a political research firm that hired the former British intelligence officer, Christopher Seale, to put together the dossier on Trump. If you've noticed, in recent public comments, lawmakers investigating Trump-Russia affair, along with some of the other commentators that uh, apparently have these distinct sources, seems to be focusing more on the facts of Russia's attempts to interfere with the election and less on allegations that Donald Trump or his associates colluded with those efforts. Nearly 1.9 Americans drop off of the food stamp rolls since President Trump's inauguration in 2017, according to the latest U.S. Department of Agriculture statistics on food stamp enrollment. Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program participation dropped to 41,000 as of July 2017, the most recent available data from the USDA from 42,000 in January 2017 when Trump took office. The S&P gained point, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the 30 stock index rose 190 points, uh, the Dow Jones that is, and hit an intraday record high. JP Morgan and uh, JP Morgan Chase shares rose 1.6% to break above $100 for the first time. The S&P 500 gained 0.2% with industrialists and financials leading advancers. According, uh, Corning and 3M were the best performers on the index. The NASDAQ composite advanced 0.3%. 
and yet another move that shows a bit of a disconnect between the United States and the United Nations. The United Nations chief recently rebuffed Trump's address, indirectly, of course. In his message, the United Nations chief stated that the challenges faced by the world should transcend borders, and therefore everyone needs to transcend their differences to transform our future. Quote, unquote, he said, when we achieve human rights and dignity for all people, we can build a peaceful, sustainable, and just world, in a speech yesterday. The United Nations head, Antonio Guterres, however, was silent when it comes to issues of human rights on the questions of much needed United Nations reforms. President Trump has actually led a course of criticism against the United Nations for allowing human rights abusers to chair so-called human rights arms of the United Nations. An MSNBC reporter recently received a real-world lesson in why Donald Trump's promised border wall is crucially important to stop illegal immigration along the U.S.-Mexico border. A reporter covering prototypes of Trump's proposed border wall taking shape near San Diego when the interview was interrupted by a group of migrants hoping, uh, hopping over the existing fence. Uh, what happened, the reporter shouted, as a group of agents on horseback moved to nab the border jumpers. The people are crossing. <laughs> Almost on cue, a group of asylum seekers, migrants not from Mexico, jumped over the existing fence and turned themselves in to border agents on horseback. People are planning to collectively scream at the sky to mark the anniversary of Trump's election on November 9th. This is... Uh, this is, is going to take place in Boston, New York, and maybe Seattle. This should be as effective as other liberal programs. Even more from United States immigration policy, the United States is actually expected to announce additional reforms to its refugee policy. Under the new rules, the United States would cap refugee admissions at 45,000. That's down 110,000 from the previous administration of Obama. The administration will also seek to enhance procedures for refugee entries by raising standards for vetting. While the courts have delivered a series of setbacks to the administration's efforts to block travelers from certain uh, countries with uh, questionable national security concerns, the Supreme Court gave the administration a temporary victory on the refugee policy last month by allowing the ban to stay in place until the October expiration. The Supreme Court has not given any final ruling on the legality of these entries for or of these refugee restrictions after having canceled oral ar arguments on the travel ban when the third version was announced. Saudi, <laughs> Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman announced plans to build a new city on the Red Sea coast, promising a lifestyle not available in today's Saudi Arabia as he seeks to remake the kingdom in a time of dwindling resources. He will actually spend $500 billion from the Saudi government's sovereign wealth fund to do this. Saudi Arabia will return to moderate open Islam, according to the crown prince. <clears throat> he has vowed to restore moderate Islam that is open to all religions in the world. Saudi Arabia is known for its ultra-conservative rule. After Democrats offered what they called an effort for a bipartisan deal to stabilize Obamacare, it has been rebuffed by Republicans, and actually they offered their own more conservative plan. A proposal from the Senate Finance Chairman, Orrin Hatch, and House and Ways, Med uh, and 
a proposal from Senate Finance Chairman Orrin Hatch and House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Kevin Brady would fund key Obamacare and share payments known as cost-sharing reductions. It would fund the reductions for two years and temporarily repeal the law's individual and employer mandates. In a statement, Hatch says, as I've said all along, if Congress was going to appropriate funds, funds for CSR, if, oh, actually not CSR. Um, as I've said all along, if Congress was going to appropriate funds for CSR, for C, <laughs> CSR is as I've said all along, if Congress was going to appropriate funds for these so-called um, uh, cost-saving uh, reductions, we must include meaningful structural reforms that provide Americans relief from Obamacare in a statement. The proposal goes a step further than a bipartisan bill introduced to the Senate last week. That bill was negotiated by Democrats Lamar Anderson. President Trump has essentially expressed his unease with this bipartisan plan, and some of the changes he's asked for has included have actually been included in Hatch's proposal. So what we see here is just a little bit furthering of the carrot stick um, from each side, although none of these pieces of administration uh, of legislation seem to actually be uh, binding or promising for a vote. The Trump administration will allow refugee admissions to the U.S. to resume for all countries, but with new rules meant to better vet applicants, uh, administration officials, and other family and others familiar with the planning said. The White House plans to announce the resumption of admissions and at least some of the new rules on Tuesday, officials said. Refugee admissions had generally been halted in, since June, with some exceptions. Do you have any more stories? Nope, that's all I have. Should we um, do some re-records or? Uh, let's have Sal answer that question. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll just wrap up, and if Sal wants us to do re-records, then we will. Okay. That's it for the October. Uh, <clears throat> that's it for the nightly news for October twenty-four. That's it for the nightly news for October twenty-fourth, two thousand seventeen. Thank you and have a good day.